Daylight coming, don't wanna go home. Day, misa day, misa day. This whole new avatar thing on Facebook. I don't like it a bit. Has me realizing a lot of people might not mind, mind the my, I gotta get in the door. There we go. Oh hey. No, no, it's always good. God, what? Whoa, it smells terrible in here. I think he left a pork roast in the freezer. Hey, I'm Dylan. I'm suffocatingly William. <laughs> and I'm choking Patrick. <coughs> this is the three guys. And don't let them fool you, they both love it. And this is episode 75 of Happy Hour with the three guys. It's a click bug. <laughs> click. Well, goddamn. Did yeah. I know those actually were a thing? I haven't seen them in one. If this is your first visit to the Three Guys Bar, you know, here's a question. If it's the Three Guys Bar, why do we have to pick the lock to get in our own goddamn bar? That's a good point. That's a good question. I think it's because we don't own the lease. Hmm. Let, let's see if we can uh, get some money up to buy that out. I've been saving bottle caps for days. And you've got hundreds, <laughs> at least. <laughs> and we're going to talk about various topics that you may or may not enjoy hearing about whilst we drink quite a lot and likely become intoxicated. Hey, I'm there. I can promise you. Odds in Vegas right now, bet on me. Uh, become intoxicated throughout your experience. Sit down and have a drink with us because there's no you or I in beer. But there's about to be a lot of beer in you and I. Hmm. It's not new. Don't act like it's new. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. So. It's been a wild week, huh? It ha ha has it? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not I was really. Just trying to spice it up. No, well, you did. You did okay. I tried. You, you um, did pretty good. I'm trying to be more like Howard Stern. You know, I can tell you that I've never listened to one of his shows from the beginning. Me either. I've always come in like in the middle or, or at random points throughout. I've never sat down and listened from the beginning. I've it's not like, holy shit, it's 9 o'clock, let's turn on Howard. No, it's always been an accident for me. I don't even know how long his shows go. I've listened to like three hours before. I don't even know. I don't think that was the whole show. My only experience to his show was when that shit used to come on late night E television. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've never actually even listened to the show unless it was in like a clip on another show. There was a time when he he would like get a porn star on there and they would they would get on what's called a Sibian, which is a little mas masturbation. Mm -hmm. I'm very familiar with the machine. Okay, yes. <laughs> um, oh boy. And they, he would have them sit on it while asking them questions or well, I don't know whatever. I was distracted and jerking off. <laughs> So, I thought you weren't going to start with this. I didn't. I mean, not directly. No. Not for five or ten minutes. I gave it a second. <laughs> now we started with you shitting on yourself this week. Yeah. Oh. No, that was me. Yes, you. Oh. We started with you shitting on yourself. You got to look at who you're looking at. As I look at Dylan. <laughs> you shitting on yourself. There's some ASMR or whatever the fuck that shit's called. ASMR. ASMR, yep. is that right? Wow. RPG? I obviously yep. haven't had enough to drink. That's when you get real close. And then you... 
They're sharing one mic. I just want you to know this right now. We're going to have to get a third mic. It sounds uncomfortable, but it looks even worse. We need a third mic desperately. I have one. I just need to bring it over. You just need to bring it over. Do you have enough USB ports? I do, yeah. If not, I'll bring a fucking hub to prevent that from ever happening again. (laughs) I would love to have my own. I I could cup it. Thankfully, this place is empty. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We would have totally gotten kicked out for that. Of our own fucking bar for some reason. They're just using our name. Have we thought about suing for royalties? Ooh. We should do that. Would they counter sue for tab? Oh. <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> Dismissed. Yeah. That's surprising. We withdraw our motion, Your Honor. <laughs> For the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some weird fucking noises. I mean, is it a person tonight. screaming? Is it a fox? We never know. They make some weird fucking noises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're fucking bobcat screams and shit. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Bobcats are the worst. Fucking fairies. Uh, dude, if you want to, like, pucker your asshole and stand up every hair you've got, hear a bobcat out in the night somewhere. If you've ever needed motivation to watch the show Ozark, this is this is your motivation. On Ozark, there's a group of very hillbilly folks, and they all live in, like, one trailer. And two. They, two. they think they are... No, they only lived in one. She cleaned that out for her dad. Oh, that was junky. Okay, yeah. 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 But they all lived in one trailer and they thought they were going to come into some money. Well, they got a small cut of the money. So, they were going to breed bobcats. Mm-hmm. They got two females. Wow. So, yeah. that's your motivation to watch Ozark at one day because if you live in the area in which we grew up, you will feel right at home. Right at home. What a show. It's, good, it's a pretty good show. I like it. Yeah. This makes you want to pull your toenails off with a fucking pair of pliers. Yeah. That does not sound like a show I want to watch. So, anybody, All that aside, it's a pretty good show. Yeah. Did, did anybody have like anything interesting happen this week? Um, if you did, go ahead while I think. Well, uh, one of the things that sort of interesting happened is I'm pretty sure I met the Karen of dogs. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. No, uh, I stopped off at uh, our local supermarket the other day to do a little grocery shopping, which I hate because it raises my anxiety so bad with COVID-19 everywhere and so many people like, I ain't going to be told what to do about no mask. (laughs) Let me walk inside. (laughs) So I was walking from my car inside. I have my mask on because fucking social contract, you assholes. And somebody had inevitably... Go ahead. Social contract. Contract? I'll I'll help take care of you if you'll help take care of me. Contract, motherfucker. Contracting. No. No. Like, I mean, that's the whole thing about Did you sign something? No, as an agreed upon social contract. The fact that we wear wear masks to minimize potential uh, exposure. If I wear mine, I'm really wearing it more for you. You should wear one to really wear it for me. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, not not the actual process of, just the term, social contract. Well, it's the same as, I will not go nude in public. It's a social contract, because, I mean, without that social contract... I, I say, it's the unspoken thing Am I breaking that, that one, too? Yes. Shit. Yeah, pull your pants up. So, uh, <laughs> that's been a thing for a while, but... Um, no, I mean, that's the whole thing. Is that that's what helps society move along, is we all do kind of perform small tasks that benefit 
more other people than us. Pick up I'm your used dog to performing shit. smallly. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, I'm walking in, and somebody had decided to bring their canine along and leave it out in the car. And the dog had the strangest fucking bark I've ever heard. And it would have been only made better if there had been some young lady walking by that a Karen would have disapproved of. Because I swear to you, this is what I heard emanating out into the parking lot. I just heard whore, whore, whore. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Whore, whore. I was like, it's, you know, give that dog a little over-the-top hairdo, and it's the Karen of dogs. You know, I just realized that yeah. I'm about to destroy your story because you're telling the story in a lighthearted manner. I'm about to bring everybody down a notch because that dog was making that noise because they had its vocal cords snipped. Oh, God. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, that's a thing. So the dogs actually don't bark. <clears throat> They'll cut that shit so that they can't make a bark noise, but it still sounds like, her, her, like, like, whatever, yeah, whore, but not quite as human. Well, this thing, this thing, thing almost, it's awful. Yeah, yeah. This thing almost kind of looked like it had, like, Speaking of barbaric. Okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, this dog actually looked like it had some type of beagle mix into it. It wasn't like a direct bark. It, it was more like that bay that they do. Mm. Okay, but well, yeah, yeah beagles, it, it, beagles will do that, it, yeah. sounded, it sounded so much like it was just yelling horror out into the parking lot. Let's just turn that up back a notch. I'm sorry. Man, that was my bad. But it, it would have only been made so much better if a lady in what some prude old would not approve of dress walk by horror horror <laughs> lady in red oh man so i think like if you could if you could personify karen and everybody knows a karen doesn't have to be named karen but karen is the thing now but i think a yorkie no, 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 Pomeranian. Yo, ooh, a, a yeah. poofy fucking well-groomed Pomeranian. Yep. With that fucking fur and, and shit. That is Karen. A, a, a well-groomed Pomeranian who just can't stay happy with anything. No. That's no. Karen. Or a poodle. Wrong, always. Or a poodle. A poodle. I've, I've had some well-behaved poodles. I hate poodles. Oh. Hate them. Oh. Hate poodles. I hate their. That's weird I though because they're a gun dog. Hmm. They used to be yeah. before they were. Yeah, before yeah. they became fucking accessories. Yeah. But, you know, that, that's you were much thing. more politically correct. That's why I paused. I knew somebody <laughs> had my back. <laughs> I will stop you before you say the thing that's really going to get us flagged. But yeah, that's yeah, that's weird. That's the whole thing. They were a rifling dog back whenever they were first like slapped together. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Nature would not have created something like a poodle. That that thing got slapped together. While well, we're talking about like dog breeds, pug. can we fucking talk about how... And we, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it just pisses me off so much that certain not actual breeds are breeds now. Fucking, like, Labradoodles. That's not a breed. Mm. Stop trying to sell that goddamn thing for $600. <laughs> I hate that. I've met one Labradoodle in my life, and it was it was so cute and sweet. No, I mean it was it's messed a up. But it was it's a mu- it's a mixed breed. I mean, sure, but it but was don't cool. again. You don't you don't sell the fucking two dollar tramp out from the alley for six hundred dollars. <laughs> no, not usually. I'm trying to be canine politically incorrect Fine, instead in of that human case, in that politically case, incorrect. In that case, I have a Pitrador Retriever. <laughs> what? 
the mutt that I have. It's a Pitrador Retriever. <laughs> yes. Pitrador. It's not a Labrador Retriever. It's a Pitrador Retriever. Hmm. It sounds way better than a Labrapit. Okay. Okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> up until Patrick's I'm- about to put down what we've picked up. <laughs> Patrick's about to put down what he put in. <laughs> Pass that bucket over here. <laughs> By the way, if you think we faked that, we didn't. Way to uh, no. make, way to attempt making it smell worse in here. I blew all my chunks. So and then he threw up. <laughs> hey, chunks hey. um, is his dog. <laughs> Speaking of exciting, oh um, wow, no arguments here. Anyway, it was. Was it the same day as, as the last podcast, or was it the day before? Of? I got I got stung by bees. That was I, the day after the last podcast. Right, right, yeah. I learned, oh, that's right, because we were drinking for a long time. Yes. Yeah, because we all had to get up and do shit the next day, yeah. and that was a terrible day for all of us. I, I showed up late, but <laughs> I, I had a reason, septic guy. Yeah, I, don't know what, I don't know what the fuck they did. <laughs> they plugged something in. They were done in a fucking hour. And I don't know if the septic... They told Patrick, thank you for the hole, and left. That, I mean, that's usually a Friday. Um, but, no, I, I, learned, I learned that there is a distinct difference in the types of bees. And God that damn, he learned. one kind of bee, you can just walk right the fuck up on, and they're fine. And it's great and it's standy. And you won't get stung once, and they're just pleasant little bees going about their business, and they don't care about you. Then I learned about these fucking Russian bees. Oh my God. I walked up confident as fuck, because I really thought, I thought, okay, they're probably worse. I'll get stung a couple times. That's fine. I walk up, cocky as shit, not wearing a bee veil, anything like that, just wearing a long sleeve shirt and some pants. At least I fucking did that. Because in the five seconds it took me to round that corner and to start hearing, you better back up, you better back up, back up, back up. I was, I was getting fucking nailed. So were you did, were you actively fucking with them, or you just walked up? I walked up. <laughs> no, he was just in the neighborhood. Easy, yeah. Kramer. You had to see that to know. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's interesting though because I, I've apparently never had an experience with Russian bees because, like, the bees that I called you about one day. Uh, apparently, I'm glad they weren't Russians. Oh yeah, because that was well. The ones you called me about the day they were in they were swarming, and mm-hmm. when they swarm is the most docile they will be, mm-hmm. possibly will be. Super preoccupied. Yeah. They, uh, you can literally just grab. I, I don't recommend this, but <laughs> if you're used to working them, you can literally just grab a small handful of them, pick them up, and put them in a box. Because when they're swarming, they're literally loaded to the gills with everything they can possibly carry. Hmm. Now, once they're like that right now, yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Just like right now, somebody comes up and fucks with you, your first instinct is like, just don't, dude. Let me take a nap. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I mean, I'll fight if I have to, but I'm going to vomit everywhere. (laughs) None of us are going to like this. Let's just, please know. Look, I'm going to bust your nose. You're going to have vomit on you. We're both going to be grody. Just go home. Yeah. That's sort of like bees when they're swarming. They're they're stuffed full. They're carrying as much as they can carry. They're the least likely to be aggressive ever. And they're not really protecting a home, <laughs> yeah. either. Now, once they've established somewhere and they have somewhere to put all their shit, 
then it's much more like a homeowner. All right. There's degrees. As like somebody walks through your yard, sure you may not be happy about it, but you keep an eye on them. They walk on fine. Russians are I like get the guy. I'm a Russian. I get the goddamn shotgun. No, Russians are the ones that have <laughs> don't like, come into my yard, whippersnappers. Pretty much, Russians are the ones who like are really into YouTube videos that quote are about to be taken down. <laughs> Been up for yeah. seven years. Yeah, they <laughs> they stay up late in the night watching the videos. They like talk about the impacts of different types of ammunition. They're just they're waiting for the day. Windmills cause skin cancer yes. and chemtrails. <laughs> Yeah, and then somebody kind of walks down the road near their front yard, and they're just slapping magazines into rifles. Yeah, and then running yeah. full speed for a quarter mile or more, and just like, like yeah. no, you're you fucked up. You got to get that shot off before they get beyond your driveway. Those are Russians. Yeah, so I experienced that, and I, I still a week later I still have bumps. <laughs> from these stings uh, and of course they're on my face and neck because again like a jackass I didn't wear any kind of protection <laughs> at all which the moral of this story is always use protection <laughs> <laughs> uh, until you know intimately what you're uh, interacting with always <laughs> use protection unless you know what you're getting in put a rubber on it and, or a net. No, the sad thing is, is like because we had already opened up a Russian box before he got there. We'd already done all three Italians, and we'd gotten to the Russians, thinking Just he like wasn't going to be there. Italian. Italians are super laid back. They're like, you know, like, hey, you want to fight? They're like, ah, ciao. Yeah, you want a pizza? <laughs> Let's go put some mozzarella in a fucking tabezo slice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like almost back in World War Two. Like, hey, we're fascists now. And like. Okay, ciao. <laughs> but, uh, and like I said, we, we didn't think he was going to show up, so we we went ahead, we'd open up the Russians, and all three of us that were out there, head to toe, <laughs> fingertip to toenail, covered to make sure. Should have been a clue. Yeah, to make sure. I'm just going to fuck with these from the car. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just get a real long stick and poke at it and do something. But uh, he, he turns a corner, and from my perspective, it was almost slow motion. It was, no! <laughs> and uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Patrick's excitement at uh, like really kind of getting over a fear of his and showing interest in something yeah. I, I really like. And he just walks up with this hapless enthusiasm and I just watch him cross a line of you're fucked. <laughs> Wide open oh. box full of Russians who we've already gone and we're sorting through and already got him pissed. Yeah. And just, oh yeah. I like I saw the one land on his nose that got him. Oh yeah. And I'm just in there like, walk away! Walk <laughs> away! <laughs> oh, it was quite the experience. Yeah. And there was uh, one point when one was literally trying to crawl up my nose and I remember specifically just full on grabbing it and throwing it down. Like, no! Not that! <laughs> this is the way to brain. I make kill. <laughs> yes. Uh, I found the way in. It's weird though. and I'm not going to bore our listeners with this because if you're not into it, this is super boring. But if you're wondering why the fuck somebody would actually have these things, is there's a trade-offs where your Italians are generally a lot calmer. They become defensive if you really mess with their highs, but you can walk around them. They're pretty late back they don't produce as much 
the Russians are not aggressive, but they're highly defensive. Mm-hmm. Like if you you can walk within a few feet of them, they're okay. As soon as you rattle their box or you, anything kind of thumps around them, they get super pissy. They become the Karen of bees, <laughs> and they will go to the manager fast. Yeah, and but. You know, the other side of that sword is they do produce a lot more honey, they do produce a lot more wax, and they reproduce a lot faster. So you got to kind of figure out, you know, what do I want more of? Being able to not be killed and lower honey (laughs) crop? Or do I want a lot of honey and a lot of wax? And I pretty much have to wear lead to work with them. So that, that is why somebody would actually have them. And the keeper that I was working with that day that Patrick came to join, that's what he's after. He's after a big honey crop and a lot of wax to work mm-hmm. with. So he loves those Russians. But, yeah, I mean, you have to wear Kevlar to be around these damn things. Yeah. And, he, of course, you know, with the productivity, he had, what, like a three or four stack on the end there? Yeah, we split three hives into eight hives. Yeah. Because we got... Five off of those three, I mean, which they, is just an enormous yeah, turnover. I, but I mean, that's the whole thing, though. They will fuck your life up if they get a chance. Yeah, I learned. I, <laughs> I you I, learned today. <laughs> I learned a lesson quickly. I've never been stung by a bee, and I've I fucked with a good amount of them. Um, apparently, I never encountered Russians. But no, my, my shit's fucking wasps. Apparently. Yeah, wasp. I've been hit by wasps so many times. So go by a Russian hive and just give it a quick little tap. You'll, you'll find out. Well, I mean, and I would I would love to have hives here, but I live in the city limits, and I think people would bitch. <coughs> so, hey, one more thing about moving. The neighbor, one of your neighbors, I think so. I think they would honestly complain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I pointed yeah. at you, well, Karen. The, the thing, though, is is you could actually position your a hive to stay away from them. They wouldn't care. But you you would be leading them right into an agricultural area that would actually cause them a lot of problems with the spraying and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, that field is real yeah, close. The, the property you have right now would be super ill-suited to keeping them. Yeah. No, I mean, it, if I put a box Which, I mean, out there... If they there, really piss you off, I say put a box out there and just point it at their house. I'll just, I'll just fucking... It'll be my fence yeah. all the way down. Which way south? <laughs> put, up, put up a chain link fence and just put the box right in front of the fence. No, I wouldn't put up a chain link fence. That, that would be my fence. Be like, hey man, there's a fence there. What am I going to do? I told them not go your, over your it. Your kids come over here too. I ran over like three toys today while I was mowing. <laughs> That'll fucking learn you, Karen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Nerf darts and shit. They just went to get the Nerf darts. Now they're swelling. They can't breathe right. Well, don't fire it towards my yard. Well, I mean, you know, if if which we got a lot of bees that fuck around with the apple tree and the peach tree. So if the kids are already Ooh, feral, I'm does it matter? Swarm trap out here next week and uh, next year, next week. Wow, goddamn! I'm, I hope I'm, I, I, I hope to have moved by then. But sure, <laughs> you're here next year. I'm gonna put a swarm trap out there. You've suddenly increased the amount of hives you want. I'm I'm an optimist tonight. I mean, like I said, thank it, you, booze. <laughs> When I move, I mean, I, I plan on having some, so no, never mind. But yeah, if I'm still here, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Getting deep in this drunkard conversation. Yeah. By the way, we got here drunk, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that. I mean, that's the thing is, uh, again, amongst this little small circle we keep, if you're honestly thinking about getting into it, you got a direct content uh, contact that can lead you right in. Yeah. 
Well, if I if I ever get around to where I can really get serious about brewing my own stuff, I know I got something. I'm like, hey, I need to know all the things. I know it, guy. Yeah. And I want to do both, so I'm just going to be in a, this amazing money pit for so long. You're going to sell all that shit. But you eventually, can't you're going to make a new friend. It's going to be like, no, I know this guy named Patrick. This motherfucker knows everything. <laughs> One of these days, I would love to be someone like that, where someone could be like, oh, I need to talk to this guy. I mean, I'm, I kind of get that some with photography. You know, I, I do know enough about photography that I've taught a couple people, and they do amazing now. They do amazing photography. They work um, professionally at it, and I'm I'm proud of that. But I, man, I found that that is a thing. Like uh, last year, I was at one of the uh, local beekeeping associations, and I I ended up getting roped in helping teach a field class on inspection. Nice. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna I'm not getting back into this. I'm actually really working on flipping this year. But I mean, I mean, could you imagine actually sitting down and like helping? six seven people doing like an intro to brewing course mm -hmm. oh yeah at yeah. one point i wanted to open up a brew store yeah. and that was going to be my my gimmick really was um there was going to be beer on tap none of it for sale all shit that people uh, well all shit that i brewed but the 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 big thing to get people to be involved was there's going to be a weekly class and whoever would come in and make a beer and would win the contest could put their beer on tap yeah. so that was that was going to be a thing patent pending yeah. It still could be a thing. Or like, this yeah, like thing. have like a quarterly, you know, everybody bring in your one, what you're good mm -hmm. at, and we'll put the six of them on there, and yeah. we'll all sit down. But yeah, I mean, as Lee says, I, I did. I really, really enjoyed doing that one. Yeah. And, but it was on the fly as actually the instructor who was out there, who's... Uh, the property where you're on was the property of a certified master beekeeper. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's like the class size was bigger than they expected, and they roped me in to help teaching it. I, I loved it. That's fucking awesome. Because, I mean, you know, what better way to learn also than to to try and like, oh, yeah. teach and stuff? And Because yeah. the best thing is, you're going to get fired a question you don't have an answer to. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that drives it like, oh, there's a gray area in my knowledge of whatever you're into mm -hmm. all right i need to learn over here now because apparently i can't i haven't filled this in yet yeah you're gonna get that one guy that, now whenever you're exploring the uh, ph of certain hops i found that on a latitudinal difference <laughs> although i can see Dylan's like you know what get the fuck out <laughs> just grow the hops man <laughs> you're out go just do it <laughs> Get that. I don't recommend anybody grow hops because they're kind of a pain in the ass. True, but you, I mean, you're, I wonder though if it'd be easier to test the actual acidity of them if it'd be better. If if yeah, if if you're growing hops and you can actually test what you're growing, then it would be great. But mm -hmm. I have no idea. I mean, I grow Cascades and Willamette, and I mean, I I, I give so little shits about them. I cut them down every year now. Mm -hmm. Well, this year. Last year, well, the first year, oh, I was all about it. Second year, yeah, I'm going to keep a few growing. Third year, just kind of let them lay on the ground. This year, I'd cut them motherfuckers down now. I would rather have the strawberries out there that grow with them than the hops. Mm. Because I, have, I can't use them a bit as bittering. Because I have no idea if they're bitter, if they're too high, too low on the bitter, bitter scale. Um, the the alpha acids, I have no idea what the alpha acid is. I have no idea if the 
it's uh, the 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 B the B humulos or whatever the fuck it's called. I have no idea if that is in the right range, so that if I use them as aroma hops, it will not taste like fucking onions. Yeah. So I, they're they're just it's just so limited, and that's why I used fucking like eight pounds of them <laughs> when I made Sticky Fap Hand because I had no idea what it was, and one day I was like, well, I want to make a beer that doesn't cost me any money. Hey, I got eight pounds of hops in the freezer. Uh, now, is there something you could get that would allow you to test that? There's no way you can home test that. That has to be sent to a lab. No, that sucks. And the process is pretty expensive because not just a lab will do it. Like you can test, you can send your water off to be tested for like sixty bucks. There's nothing to do. With, I mean, you can probably do it for a couple hundred bucks with hops, wow. but yeah, it's just not even worth. See, it. that's. I was only asking that because like one of the big things. Uh, that draws beekeepers, and I'm only just trying to do this for a related, yeah. Or related yeah, 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 yeah. but uh, as you know, yeah. your, your honey crop, that's what a lot of people are in it for. You have to make sure your moisture content is right. Yeah. Now, you can get tools that will show you your moisture content, but they're so fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, low end is almost 300 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was wondering if there's something you could get that would actually test them. No, that oh, that uh, there's sucks. no there's no home test like there's no pH strip you can put in there to, to tell you how how many how, what the number of alpha acid is or anything like yeah. that. I can. And the way I said that because I'm drunk sounds like I don't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> you get you, it, you, know, you guys. Yeah, I can yeah. I can actually order in. Uh, a nice little handheld thing that will show me within an 80th of a percent what my moisture content is mm-hmm. for only $1,400. <laughs> so, I mean, I, why not get three, no, right? No, fucking A. Go ahead and get me one <laughs> yeah. when I'm ready. Just <laughs> hand those out as Christmas presents. Yeah. God. And I mean, let's it's let's skip that caviar I usually give people here. It's such a simple device, too. Skip my caviar. I'm not big on yeah. the caviar. You put that drop on it, you look through the little thing, and, you know, you get the measurement. Yeah. But it's yeah. Like I said, you a low end still a couple hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which is that that's a forewarning. If anybody's actually really interested in beekeeping and you listen to the podcast for that, and one damn dude. Um, but, <laughs> but two, yeah, that's the problem is you can order one thing you can use a hundred times, but you're gonna pay out the asshole for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing to say that I'm not going to do that one day, because I went fucking balls in with brewing. Yeah. So, hell, you might be able to use my fucking $1,500 tool one of these days. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things, once you factor in a cost like mm. that, you're also looking at the return. If, if you're concerned about return. There's yeah. plenty of people that do brewing. There's plenty of people that do beekeeping. Yeah. And they don't ever expect a financial return. Yeah. None. They just expect... You know, oh, yeah. I'll get this out of it. I mean, that. I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like I've watched Dylan slowly accrue all the pieces for homebrewing, and then upgrade this one, upgrade that one, and I, it's that. I mean, that's the whole thing. Is sure he's not trying to jump over to macro brewery. He's not trying to open a brewery up. Yeah. But I mean, the investment at one point. I mean, you really have to decide with. I'd say an 80% or greater confidence you want to get into anything like this before you start dropping that money. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, you know, with me, you know, one I mean, as soon as Dylan stumbles back from the pisser, I'm I'm pretty sure, I mean, off the top of his head, I bet you he could ballpark how much he has invested already in his brewing operation amongst just basics and then upgrades here and there. Thousands. See? Oh, shit. 
It's a fucking limbo game to get back to the bar. <laughs> All those chairs on tables. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's just it. Is though, is like, you know, if you buy a good like brew kettle, you can use it a thousand times. Yes. But that upfront cost. Yeah. Uh, if okay, and here's the thing about brewing is you've got different stages of kettle. How, how, how big do you want to go? Mm. Like, okay, let's say you want to go just feet first, deep end. You just want to go all out. Okay, well, you're going to have to have a kettle that's got quick disconnects, has got temperature probes. Um, you can do an E-Herms, which is it's, it's electric, but it's got the, like you've seen me use my copper immersion chiller. Mm. Well, they make kettles that have that built in, that stays in there the full time, and it just wraps around the thing. So then you hook up your quick disconnects to your water. Anyway, you can go as cheap as 50 bucks for a kettle if you want to make gallon batches to fucking thousands mm -hmm. thousands of dollars for these kettles with these quick disconnects and and uh, weldless quick disconnects or, or even welded or whatever you're going to have so yeah i mean there's thousands of dollars as far as what i've spent well i started with a five gallon kettle because i was doing extract and that's all i needed then i went with a 20 gallon kettle because i was going to go big brew in a bag and then i decided well i can't make sours in a, a in an aluminum kettle so i need a stainless kettle so i mean even if you're in it whether it's brewing or beekeeping or whatever there's always going to be something else to change yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah i can i can make and i actually prefer the 15 gallon because it's smaller it's lighter uh, it cleans easier but i can also do kettle sours in that but like there's there's a perfect tool for whatever you're trying to do yeah and you may have the perfect tool for what you're doing now and that 20 gallon kettle did me for two years but that 15 gallon stainless can do me a lot better with a lot of different things so you're going to evolve as you go but yeah I've, I've, if anybody tells you you're going to get into brewing and you're going to make your own beer and save money they're lying to you <laughs> if you're going to get into beekeeping and you're going to have your own honey and it's going to you're going to sell the honey and you're going to make this money and you're going to be able to have honey at home to do whatever you're going to do with that and save money from buying it at the store they're lying to you oh they're being honest they're, you it's way down it the line yeah, yeah like oh yeah yeah after it, look, I, i've got i've got bulk grain yeah. that if i make beer with the bulk <clears throat> grain and don't order any hops if i order hops in bulk yeah like batch 35 i'll probably make that for free yeah. completely free but i mean <laughs> it's just it, it's it, if anybody tells you and this goes with anything that you enjoy mm -hmm. you're gonna put a good amount of money into it your camera yeah. for, 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 for photography mm -hmm. you're gonna put a lot of money in something you enjoy and yeah it'd probably save you some money down the line somewhere but you have to pay that off first yeah macro you're, so. you're gonna get to a point where you're gonna get a photo that you cannot beat with a digital buy yeah. over the counter or a digital print yeah. from the kiosk however what is that walk you got to take before yeah. you get there uh, honey I, yeah i can get you honey for zero cost after a couple thousand yeah. dollars yeah. i spent to yeah. get there yeah that's like with beer the camera. dylan could brew it for a couple of cents a gallon 
Yeah. That's a few thousand dollars yeah. he's invested. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all about how much you got to walk off before you get there. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're all at the point now that when we make a beer, it it's so fucking crazy that it costs... <laughs> shit, I make beers now that cost 70 fucking dollars a batch, and that's for five gallons. Mm-hmm. So the beer I make costs more than than the beer you buy in the store so mm-hmm. and that's the thing too is there's always going to be the you know with something like beer if you like beer you're always going to be still looking for what you can buy at the store yeah i did a quick little calculation all the different ones because and it's probably completely wrong but if i make a five gallon batch which is typically the batch i make sometimes i make 10 gallons but let's just say for a five gallon batch if I spend seventy dollars on it and I make five gallons, my beer costs a dollar thirty-seven per twelve ounces, mm-hmm. and that's a lot more than you're going to get from a typical six-pack. So yeah. <laughs> so anywho, oh, wait, you y'all keep talking. I'm okay, gonna, I'm going to do some mathematics Let's over talk here. Talk about all them things. Um, when are you going to buy a homebrew kit? Patrick, probably the same time I'm going to buy a beekeeping kit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those things where, um, like, I've, I've talked to both of y'all about this before, but I'm extremely impulsive. Mm-hmm. Extremely. And this has to do with everything from drinking to drugs to buying stuff, you know. I might decide tomorrow there's a certain lens I want, and I'll slap it on a credit card. Yeah. And not even think twice about the payments. I'm, I'm similar in that fashion. Like yeah. you, you and me in that regard. When we get an obsession, we get a fucking obsession. Exactly. Yeah. And and my wife, my William too. I mean, that's hey, that go back to like episode. And mine physically hurts. Go back to like episode twenty. <laughs> we'll get into fucking all that that shit. But uh, yeah, we like we get obsessed. Yeah. Like deep. But when it's done, it's done. Like yeah. like like homebrewing right now because we've been doing a lot of brews lately. Homebrewing right now is way up on my obsession list. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly looking at for the for the next recipe for the next new hop, uh, shit like that. Like guitar is like number one right now. I, I, yeah. I've played guitar for 15 years. Well, for some fucking reason, I think I can be better. So here I am. I'm I'm, I'm into just guitars, just super fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. So like I spent hours working on guitar. But uh, tomorrow, I might wake up and be like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do to bring that back. I haven't touched my camera in months. Exactly. But tomorrow, you could wake up and be like, fuck, I just kind of want to take pictures. And it's just back. And it could be there for a month. And then you're like, I'm fucking done. You just, you just, it's just, it's that thing. Oh, yeah. So, I, I crushed out some rough numbers real quick. And let's say I sell you one pound of honey right now off just what I've invested into my hobby. And this is assuming that the time it takes and the labor is free. Yeah. It would cost you $42.80 a pound <laughs> for one pound of honey. Jesus. For that's, it to be profitable. That's a fucking lot. So Is that break-even <laughs> or profitable? No, that's break-even just based upon yeah. what I've invested. Not Sir, including labor. Yeah. Sir, I feel comfortable in saying I'm not buying your honey. <laughs> so, I mean, at the prices that I am going to sell my honey, that that isn't what I was talking about earlier. That's the walk you got to take before mm-hmm. you break even, and then it becomes something that, oh, well, it's practically free. Yeah. Yeah. But it, right now, $42.80, and I don't even have everything yet. Mm-hmm. 
Think about, and I'm obviously not going to try to pawn off a $42 pound of honey. Right. Because there's uh, that's going to take there. some things I'm not willing to do for you <laughs> for you to buy that. I mean, it, that's going to be a long time before I can say, oh, it's practically free. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long fucking walk. Yeah. Absolutely. And like you said, that's not including labor. Yeah. And it's beekeeping is labor intensive. Oh, yeah. See, that's something that people don't really take into account. Like, if let, let's say that it was legal for me to sell a six pack of my beer tomorrow, and somebody says, well, what do you want to charge? Well, I mean, I've got probably eight bucks a six pack in this. Yeah. Um, but that's not labor. No. Like if I make a beer, that's six. Yeah, you don't just run to the faucet and get yeah. a couple of gallons of water and that's, like ten minutes later you got beer. That's six or yeah. seven hours that I worked on that. Like today we were gonna brew, but the reason we didn't is because you looked at the time because and <laughs> we would have been done an hour ago. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, it's late at night. We would have been in an hour ago. There would have been no supper. There there would have been, hey, we're gonna make a beer for seven hours. Yeah. That's we, a full time fucking work day. And we love doing it. Mm-hmm. It's not that it. we wouldn't have. Yeah. Done, I would have loved to have done it. Yeah, but we got to think. Okay, well, uh, at some point we got to eat something. We got to eat supper. Um, we got to find time to do all this shit. It's going to get dark. Yeah. Uh, how are we going to clean everything in the dark? How are we going to keep the bugs out of the shit at night? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it's just it's a thing, and and nobody considers their labor. A friend of mine does mechanic work on the side, hmm. and uh, he he had fixed up a vehicle recently, and he just sold it. And he he, told, he was really excited one day. He said, oh, I made 100 bucks on this. Okay, so you, you fixed up this vehicle that you've had in your storage for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you found a really cheap engine on eBay, and you put it in this over like a week mm-hmm. in your off time away from your family. Yeah. So yeah. in your off time, you put this engine in here, and you've sat on this, and you've stored this. I, I mean, I didn't say anything, because I don't want to ruin the guy's dr- hopes and dreams, but I was like, thinking in my head, well, you put a lot more labor in this than 100 bucks. Yes, yeah. How, if you had a business that this is what you did, how are you going to co- how 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 are you going to justify your labor costs here? Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, well that brings up really nobody good point. ever thinks about labor when they think about oh well I can just sell some yeah. beer or sell some honey. Well, think about your labor. Yes. Mm-hmm. That brings up a really good point with photography as well, and that's <coughs> for a wedding, you can easily spend at least twelve hours. Oh yeah. Of constant shooting planning saying i mean it's not just a lot of times with most weddings it's not just i'm going to take pictures while the event happens Mm -hmm. it's i gotta make sure i get these pictures yeah so you have to figure in wrangling people Mm -hmm. which can be a son of a bitch especially when you get certain family members that are like whatever for whatever reason they don't want to be in a picture or what they fuck it up yeah for any god-awful reason <sighs> but so I mean that, that that's a really good point because you have to sit down before the wedding and yeah if you've been doing this for a year you pretty well know what to ask for mm-hmm. but you have to sit down before the wedding and you say okay well they're gonna be in this situation I need to have a picture of the the bride picking up the groom over his head or I need to have a picture <laughs> of a dip for the bride and the groom or I need yeah. to have a picture with all those all pictures the groom's of the brides picking up the groom all yeah. the yeah, yeah. yeah all, all the pictures. I've seen them I mean, <laughs> You, you've got you gotta you gotta have a list, and whether it's yeah. mental or physical, you gotta have a list of the pictures you gotta have. 
mm-hmm. because I swear to God, Karen, in two weeks, if she don't have the picture she wanted, she's going to come to you. Yes. Oh, that's that's one thing. The the whole reason I don't do weddings anymore, I, I did it a couple times and hated it, was if you fuck this up, there's no redo. Mm-hmm. There's no, hey, can we get everyone back together from all over the fucking country? Yeah, catching a moment is not easy. No, yeah. Oh. There's a reason that Patrick is the director of photography for the three guys now, because oh, fuck all that other shit. Y'all are so much easier. We're fucking easy, man. <laughs> we get drunk and do things. That's how we work. <laughs> I mean, then, then after that, you have processing. If you have the abilities, you have touch-ups, things oh, like that. Oh, processing is and, a huge yeah. part. I and mean, then you got to get them out and... You know, everybody's expecting that magical assortment. That shit doesn't fall into yeah. place. No. And part of your expenses that a lot of people wouldn't consider is you've got to have a computer that can do this in a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you got to have the storage space. You've got to have the CPU for Photoshop. Yeah. I mean, you got to have the RAM for this. You've got to have a lot of stuff here to be able to get these pictures in the computer and read and, and touch them up yeah. and process in a timely fashion. And believe for, it or not, you and a lot of people are not cool with you printing it out on the $3 <laughs> uh, like high gloss, high white print no, sheet. No, they're you not. Really so I shouldn't go to Walgreens. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying, though, is, is that you know how you can get a ream of paper for pretty damn cheap? A lot of people will won't be happy if their wedding photos is printed on that. <laughs> but yeah. once it's in a frame, nobody will notice. And printing is a whole other thing, too, because you have to fa- factor that into the cost. And that is when people start getting mad. Because mm-hmm. they're like, well, it should only cost this. Or, oh, someone said they could have done the wedding for this much. Oh, like, that- but you hired me. That's the fucking worst because I ran a computer business for 15 years and I can tell you that every fucking day for my 15 years of life while I was doing that constantly Walmart's got this laptop for $200. Yeah. 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 And it finally got to the point after I became jaded and fucking hateful, man. People would say, well, Walmart's got this for $200. Can you match that? I said, I'll tell you what. I'll go to Walmart, and I'll get you that laptop for about two ten because it's going to cost me tax. Because yeah. I can't beat that. But I can tell you, and it, like this is for fucking 100% what I would tell people. I said, if you go get that laptop and you don't get a laptop from me, you're going to come to me next year because that laptop's not going to be worth shit. Nope. It's gonna be. You're gonna to try to go to YouTube. And it's gonna be three frames a second on the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, trying to struggle fucking 480p Intel Atom fucking CPU. Uh, I've I've hit that before because I've had people ask me what I'm selling my honey at, and I told them, mm-hmm. which honestly mine's pretty reasonable for you know local. Yeah, honey. Local and, honey goes like, up there. and they say, well, you know, I can go to the store and get it for three dollars for a pound. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know what? I can't just buy it from an ass ton of people. Yeah. Cut it with high fructose corn syrup mm-hmm. and then sell it back to you. Yeah. I mean, you're you are not factoring in the fact that I've got to spend hours yeah. working on the product yeah. you want. Well, I can the store get it for three. Okay, go for it. Yeah, go. Because yeah, I can't. You're not going to get the same product for three bucks a pound as what I'm going to sell. Yeah. I remember people don't want to pay for the time. I quoted someone seven hundred dollars for their very small wedding. That was honestly a very small amount, and it's like seven hundred dollars. And this is after I've had you know my newer camera. That new camera cost two thousand dollars when I bought it. Paid it off over two years. Um, the 
lens I was using, I got used, and it was still $400, but it was a portrait lens. Great lens, worst perfect. Um, yeah, and you quote them that much, and they're like, oh, well, so-and-so said they could do it for 50 and put it on DVD. And I said, well, go well, ahead. Well, let me tell you about that. <laughs> I said, go ahead and let them go for that then. See, maybe that's my problem. I just We talked about Italians and Russians in this one. Maybe i got to find the bees that just shit it right into the honey bear container. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really shit it. They throw it out. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about the person that does it for $50. Whenever I first got started doing... Sorry. Oh, no. Whenever I first got started doing the computer business, I really I did everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I did computers, I did consulting, I did web design. I actually even did uh, vehicle programs, PCM programs and stuff for tunes and whatnot. Um, but anyway, I, I did wedding photography and video and whatnot. So and I did DJing too. Yeah. Well, at one of these particular DJ things it was just a birthday party for somebody somebody said hey such and such is getting married can you film the wedding i said yeah yeah. i said yeah sure i can film the wedding and i I actually i knew these people and everything and i had a a decent camera it wasn't two thousand dollars it was a it was a good home camera and for most people that's fine yeah and i I put it on a tripod had everything everything Mm -hmm. was great rehearsed a little bit well they asked how much would you charge about 50 bucks so, I mean, this is a perfect story, and I'm not making that shit up. I charge like $50 to do this. So, yeah, I filmed this wedding. Wedding lasted a little bit longer than the tape did. Oh. So, I, I filmed the wedding, but while I had it on the tripod, every time I would film like a bridesmaid or the flower girl or whatever go down the aisle, I would turn the tripod on the little, the, the top, whatever. I would turn it by the handle on the tripod, and every little fucking move on the tripod went. Yeah. As the camera turned. Because the cheaper <laughs> tripods aren't well greased. Oh, yeah, at all. fucking shit. Yeah. So, anyway. As I I took it home, I started. Forty costs extra. I didn't know it made noise. It was too late. (laughs) So I got it home. I uploaded it to the computer, and fucking sure enough, every time just squeak, 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 and I I gave it to him. And I mean, that's still in the fifty dollar price range. Hey, you paid me fifty dollars. Turns out I could have got seven hundred, and you'd have been pissed off. You got a fifty dollar. And here's the thing: fifty bucks. They paid me. Didn't bitch a bit. There you go. You could have gone to Patrick and got seven hundred dollars <laughs> worth of shit, but you came to me and you got squeaky fucking and videos, the and result, then you, you got, got divorced. <laughs> Part of the reason I don't do video, um, is or I didn't do video, was because my tripod was shit and I couldn't afford a better tripod, and it would have been the same thing. Now I'm just gonna let that go on a fucking right. car. So I think uh, I think the wrap up on this topic is. If you're going to support small business, if you're going to support independent business, it's going to run you, uh, sorry, it's going to run you a little bit more, but you're also, you're paying for somebody's labor. You're paying for them to be super hands-on. They're not a faceless, uh, I don't want to use corporation here, but they're they're not a faceless crank out a thousand of these things. Yeah. I've seen a $50 wedding, you know, shoot. Oh, so you've seen my work. And it, it was, was squeaky. <laughs> and well the pictures, it was all the on camera flash. They were using Oh no, I don't ever use flash. They were using a four hundred dollar camera with the on camera flash. I'm not saying money buys a great camera, but it does. <laughs> and 
the lens, especially, they're using the stock lens on this thing, which has all kinds of issues, which, yes, a lot of people aren't going to notice. If you don't have 700 to spend on a wedding, that's fine. You're probably going to be okay with a $50 shoot where everything is using the on-camera flash. But if you pay for someone that is dedicating their time, like I said, 12 hours or more to something... You're you're paying a premium premium for a personal touch for one, and also you know that money is going directly back into your local economy. The problem is that people do not understand that you get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah. You paid me fifty dollars to film your wedding, and by God, you got fifty dollars <laughs> worth of film for your wedding. Yeah. You paid him $700 to fucking photograph your wedding and you got a good $700 thing. If you paid him $50, you'd have got a squeaky tripod. Yeah. You get what you pay for. And like the last five years, I'm so jaded at the five-year point of my business that it was ridiculous. <laughs> and, and people would would call with their Walmart example or Black Friday, which is in like four fucking months. You don't have the ad. But they're going to call and they're going to say, well, Black Friday, Walmart's going to have laptops for like $4. And I'm like, <laughs> it just, it got to the, I wouldn't even explain. I would just say, well, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Pretty much. You get, and there's nothing else I can say. I still, I'm, I'm, I'm so jaded. I still, with my current employer, if if there's a thing where, well, that costs a lot, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Well, and it, and I can do it cheaper, but with, you're gonna get what you pay for. With me, it's like, could I take it down from 700? Sure. Yeah. But I'm cutting into my labor. Mm-hmm. How about this? How about if you're gonna complain about paying such a, a you know, a certain amount for wedding shoot or whatever how about this how about i give you 1500 photos to personally sift through and possibly edit down to the best ones and you tell me how much that is worth don't even do that just give them the raw fucking photos yeah, exactly. Here, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you the photos. Don't even let them be in like a, a JPEG or PNG or whatever. Just like raw data. The CR2. Shit the, that the they raw. can't actually just open and print. <laughs> just give them the raw data and say, okay, well, here's the files I'm going to work with. You do what you want to do. Go for I'll it. I'll charge you 300 bucks for these. I, I could, yeah, I could actually see doing that. Fucking do it. Go <laughs> hire somebody else and they'll yeah. be like, well, this is going to cost $400. But that's what I was going to pay the other guy total. Yeah. And you got dumbasses that would do that. Be like, yeah. well, here's the fucking deal. This guy was three and this was four. That's cheaper than seven. <laughs> God. Because you got people like Karen. Fuck Full circle, Karen. Karen. Full fucking circle. Karen. Fucking horror! So, here's here's a related topic. That was the Barker. Yep. Anyway. Here's a related topic. Y'all ever seen a booger wall? What? That's a thing. A, a booger wall. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I can only assume this is where people wipe a booger. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least I'm on the right I, I'm track. I'm pretty sure this is probably restricted to men's restrooms. But there seems to be a phenomenon near urinals where people display their little nasal trophies by wiping a booger on the wall. I've seen boogers Wait, on urinal walls. Man, what is the outright fucking deal with a booger wall. Why do you need to show somebody your trophy catch? It's the same people that draw a swastika on a fucking toilet stall. 
We we were talking about this at uh, my job not too long ago because that is a thing apparently where we work. If you're standing there taking a wee wee, I don't. I I can't. I'm a little busy when I'm pissing. Like I don't have time to pluck a booger out. I don't have time. Uh, But I mean, I'm trying not to get piss on my khakis. I can't imagine this happens in ladies' restrooms. But I I know as a guy that used to clean ladies' restrooms, I can tell you that it it, yeah it does. Well, and it's usually on the fucking little women dispensary there. You're welcome. I know for a fact in guys' restrooms near the urinal, there's always like 10 or 12 little, like, nose goblins that somebody had to show to the next patron. Yep. And they're just sitting here like, oh, oh, that's a good one. I can't let that go to waste. (laughs) White (laughs) mirror. What the fuck? We, uh, like I said, at, at work, we were talking about that the other day, and somebody goes, what the fuck's up with the booger wall in the back? <laughs> <laughs> i never heard it actually called that before, but now that's become part of my nomenclature, booger wall. Well, here's an interesting story. All right. Talking about booger walls. When I was a kid, I would pick my nose, and whichever recliner I was in, I would wipe it on the side. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And... One day, and there was one recliner in the house I liked. I didn't like to sit in the other one, so it never usually got the honor of the booger. <laughs> but one day, my mom was in the... I think somebody dumped something in the floor, and mom was cleaning the carpet or whatever. But while she was down next to the recliner, I mean, since it was there, it was probably me that dumped some shit in the floor. But while she was next to the recliner, she found the booger trophy wall <laughs> on the side of the recliner. Oh, no. And I'll never forget. I wasn't even in trouble. It was one of those. I'm not even mad. I'm disappointed. Things. <laughs> I'll never forget. I was in my bedroom playing Sega Genesis X Men. Orig- I-, I remember this. Ooh. I was in my room playing Sega, and she goes, "Dylan, what's on the side of the recliner?" I didn't have an answer. <laughs> like I, I, I hit pause. And I walked in there and I said, "What are you talking about?" She said, "What did you What did you wipe all over the side of the recliner?" She knew what it was. I don't know why she wanted to hear it, but she wanted to just hear. It. So I said, "Moms need validation well, for some reason. They so need was, to hear you say it." There was no right answer, so I just said, "I just wiped my boogers there," <laughs> and it was just a look of pure fucking horror. And she goes, "Why?" <laughs> I don't know. And I said, quote, I just needed somewhere to put them. <laughs> We're too poor to afford tissue. <laughs> what the hell? My thing, though, is, is like I've noticed them before when I'm sitting there. I'm trying to take a piss, and I look up, and there's just stalactites hanging off the wall. I'm like, oh, yeah. who does this? Yeah. Y'all got a problem out there, because we don't even, we got like one or two. Really? Yeah, we don't have No, that dude, we have like goddamn galley collections. (laughs) Fucking art galleries around. Boogers around. Um. Ah, shit. Uh, Might as well be a fucking Warhol exhibit. There's just (laughs) boogers everywhere right above the urinal. Not in the stalls, but the urinal, man, that's the place to put them. Oh, man. That's an interesting topic. I, man, I bring in only the, the, the gold picks. Booger wall. Yes. So, why, I, I want to bitch, moving on from that classy topic, <laughs> I just want to take a second to bitch about all the commercials out there that keep saying, like, fucking Ford, we're here for you. <laughs> 
we're here for you and we want to help you. So there's 0% financing for 84 months because uh, of coronavirus. I, I hate that. I noticed you're a not dip here. in your goddamn price. You're not here for me. I hate that. And yeah. all these companies are, we're here for you. This is looping back around. I don't know anybody hand fucking hammering out a frame for an F-150. Exactly. We're here that for guy, you. Yeah, I believe it should be that expensive. How many did you make today? Oh, 1100 Goddamn. <laughs> Bert made not even one. <laughs> but yeah, I just fucking hate that. I hate, I hate yeah. those commercials. We're just, here for you. Let, let's go on months. this one because my next one's a downer. Right. My next one's entitled Goddamn That Song. So no, let's go. Let's go with this one. Well, we're, we're, I mean, I'm, I'm, that's pretty much all oh, I've got about shit. that. Right. I, I mean, depending on how down your next topic is, our next topic that Patrick actually brought up earlier was Ooh. about, uh, like, kind of continuing in the hobby thing we were talking about earlier. Should we do that before we do let's our do, Let's do that before we do okay. Goddamn That Song. No, Goddamn That Song. God, that's what, in my notes, that's what it says, Goddamn I think this will be song. a good segue. If you could sell your soul to do anything in the world, what would it be? And then that, this is you, like, what would you be good at? Because Patrick's was like, if you could sell your soul to play guitar like anybody, Robert Johnson? Who would it be? Oh, come on, man. Everybody knows Robert Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know what? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But who? Who? Uh, I who? mean, obviously who? for me, people would think I would say Joe Perry, but that's not true. Uh, I would not choose Joe Perry because. For somebody that knows guitar a little bit, Joe Perry is, uh, I don't really want to say undisciplined. Uh, He's a very talented guitarist, but I like the more, I don't know, like, like, there's no easy way to say I like the more educated guitarist. Hmm. I like the person that has sat down and learned music theory, which I'm doing that now. Uh, But like Brad Whitford, if I was going to choose one of the two guitarists from Aerosmith, I would choose Brad Whitford because he's he actually went to school. He had Hmm. a teacher. Joe Perry taught himself, and Joe Perry is just a more like rugged raw guitarist, which is great for for Aerosmith sound. But I wouldn't choose him. I, I don't know who I would choose. See, that that's kind of like Kirk Hammett from Metallica. Mm-hmm. Kirk Hammett's amazing guitarist, mm-hmm. but if you take away the stage presence, anybody can play it. Right, yeah. It, it's who Kirk is right. that has made that, oh, fuck, that's Kirk's. Yeah, and that, yeah. that's exactly... With, yeah. with, with Brad, Brad is an educated guitarist, and the licks that he plays could probably be replaced by somebody else that's very talented, but they could be replaced. Joe Perry, and this happened, Joe Perry left Aerosmith yeah. at one point, and he couldn't be replaced, because you can't recreate, yeah. recreate that. Yes. Whatever that may be, you can't recreate that. So, Joe Perry brings a unique thing like Kirk does. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you were to listen to audio only, you would not know if it's Kirk or not. But on stage, if, you know... Pete was up there playing. Thousand? It, it wouldn't. Uh, Waldrop. Pete Waldrop. <laughs> if he was playing it. He's a NASCAR driver on the side, right? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it, like, if he got up there and he played it, it just wouldn't. It wouldn't hit. Yeah. Mm. But once you put in, you know, like I said, say. Give me Pete one, Waldrop wrote. No. <laughs> Pete, Pete Waldrop wrote okay. something. No. But Kirk played it on stage, be like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. Because he has that 
je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. He has that presence. Yeah. Mm. So I get where you're saying. Like I say, it'd be easy for me to oh, Kirk Hammett. If I really think about it, if you take who he is away from it, yeah, a lot of people would play that. Hmm. If you took you know Joe Perry's stage presence and his uh, like you know your reputation precedes you away, yeah, a lot of people could probably play that. Hmm. But if anybody else was up there. It wouldn't be what it is. It's yeah. like a recipe that you got from your grandmother where it said, at the very end, just being funny, and a pinch of love. Yeah. Joe Perry brings, Kurt Hammett brings yeah. a little love. He, it, it's just, it's unique. Like anybody can play the notes, but it just, it just sounds. That, that's a great example, is if I were to make you biscuits that my grandmother taught me how to make and I made you biscuits from an internet recipe I learned if I didn't tell you they were the exact same mm-hmm. recipe of course grandma's biscuits are going to taste a little bit mm-hmm. better even if I did them identical well yeah. e- even even taking it a step further if your grandmother made them and then you made them exactly the yeah. same they'd still be different yeah hers would still taste better I make better. some bomb ass buttermilk biscuits I don't make mamaw's buttermilk biscuits <laughs> <laughs> I got the same goddamn recipe. I got the same goddamn skillet she used. <laughs> but they ain't the same goddamn biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm picking so up? So what did I sell my soul for? Yeah. Yeah. I would sell my soul to never worry about anything again. Oh, that goes deeper than I was gonna go. Shit. Oh yeah, I was just thinking about talent. Yeah, I would too. sell my soul to have a big old dick. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to go under a layer. I mean, I ain't got a big old dick, but I mean, I'm I'm, I'm satisfied. At least I think everybody's satisfied. Everybody else is satisfied with my dick, so I'm not too worried about that. I got that mouth work. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I can back it up with that. Uh, like if I, if I had to go with talent, Patrick can catch that in between tooth gap. I can't do that. <laughs> if I had to go with talent, I probably wouldn't even do guitar because I can learn guitar. I wouldn't be good, maybe. Yeah. But like singing, I, I can't sing a fucking lick, man. I think I would go with artwork. I, I would want to be able to create something visual. I want to be able to sing. I can teach a photography. No, I would want to go like Bob Ross. Oh. I wouldn't want you to look at something I could put on canvas. Happy little like clouds. That. I can't teach you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although fucking Bob said he could teach anybody, but still, I've watched him. And <clears throat> yeah. The other day, Patrick was helping me clean out my office, and he saw the picture that I drew for Big Nut. The original, yeah. the original picture. And he's like, "Damn, that's pretty good." And now, and he was like, "So you can just kind of draw from." And I was like, "No, I have, I have, to, I have to be seeing. I can draw anything accurate." At one point, I was drawing comics, mm-hmm. but I had like at one point I was drawing wrestlers when I was in high school. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, but, you had a but template. I, yeah, but like I, I was, I was fucking. I, as long as I have something to look at, I don't trace it. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's side by side, I can draw fucking. If you sat still long enough, I could draw you exactly. But I can't draw just like, hey, I remember what you William looked like. I yeah. can't create it. And that's where that I might sell my soul for to be able to take a blank slate and make yeah. something. That's where I get to with my some my soul thing, and that would be to to be able to songwrite. Yeah, oh, I would love yeah. to be able to write songs and it not be cringy fourteen year old bullshit. Well, see, and it, it's interesting <laughs> because I can write poetry. I actually have a poem. God, y'all don't dig into this. I have a poem that was published. We should just have gone down that song. Right, go yeah. Right. I, I have a poem that was published in a book 
Um, don't, yeah, sorry about that. No, uh, it's fine. The guy talking about writing poetry is over here shitting his pants. Just bad air. <laughs> it's just the bad air. Let me talk to you a little deep about <laughs> But no, I, ha- I have a... I have introspective. A, <laughs> I have a poem that was published. I can write it, mm-hmm. but I can't write music. And God, I've tried. Oh, yeah. I mean, ever since I first learned my first chord, I've tried to write music. I cannot write a song. Yeah, man. it's hard. It's, it's, it's bad. Because you got to get the words and right, you got to get everything There's right. some people that write music first and then lyrics, and there's some people that write lyrics first and then music. I've tried both, and God, I can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah, You know what? In all the years I've fucked around with bass at all, I've, ever, I've only ever written one riff of my own. Yeah. One. One. <laughs> and that's, that's actually why I'm learning music theory is so that I can improvise my own solos. If I can improvise a riff, that's all I really want. That's my goal. My goal right now with the guitar, I can play the chords. If you show me a fucking chord, I'll play it. Doesn't matter what it is. If you show me a chord or a string of chords or a song with chords, I'll play it. You show me the tabs, I can play it. You, you show me the music, and I have to look at it for a minute because it's hard for me to remember music. <laughs> but you show me the music, the actual sheet music, I can play it. But I, I, I'm just... I, I cannot improvise a solo, and that's that's my goal right now, mm-hmm. is to be able to say, like, uh, and I, let me let me tell you why. Whenever I bought the, uh, I, I just recently bought a Gretsch um, for my birthday, and uh, well, I guess my wife bought it, but I I bought it. She bought it with your money. She bought the Gretsch <laughs> with my money, and I love it. I fucking love the Gretsch. Um, but anyway, um, it, I, I I got there and I knew I wanted it. But he said, well, come plug it in uh, let you try it out. I didn't want to. I, yeah. I'm, I'm buying a really, really nice guitar, and I kind of I know my skill level. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not something I want everybody to see. Uh, I know I, I know what I can do with it. And, uh, and I, so anyway, I just got there, and I was like, dude, I just want it. I don't, even, I, don't even need, I, don't, I don't need to hear it. I've done so many YouTube reviews on this thing. I've watched every <laughs> video about it. I know I want it. Yeah. So he was like, well, I just, I'm going to let you hear it. So he took it in there, and he plugged it in. Fucking just... just a song I've never heard just, just did, did what it did his thing I want to do that more than fucking anything yeah. I just want to be able so long story short that's why I'm use, learning music theory <laughs> so that I can just improvise a solo that's, that's my goal right now once I do that I'll move on to the rest yeah, see I get it because years ago a friend of mine came over to the house and he had a, uh, a board recorder where you could plug in, you know, uh-huh. multiple inputs, and so I plugged in the bass I had, and I, I started just strumming out that one, the one riff I've ever written completely by myself, mm-hmm. just bored out of my mind. And he listened to it for a couple of riffs over and over, and then he he brought his guitar and he just he kind of put down a little stock rhythm over the top of it. But I love that. It, but it really meshed up, and. Like he hit record on it, and somewhere, if he still has it, that it means it exists. But the fact that, like I said, I was laying down the riff above, you know, underneath what he was playing over just with his guitar, and like I literally had like one one line to go with it in my head for as far as lyrics went. But for the couple of minutes that we just sat there and jammed together I literally felt like the god of all creation yeah. Oh, yeah. because I 
literally made this. You mm-hmm. created it. I created I created the baseline. He was able to make a riff to put over it because of what I had made mm-hmm. and everything that we did. I pulled out of thin air and I made manifest. I'm going to tell so you something. So I get it. I'm going to tell you something, and you may get a big dick over this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I actually, while I was getting the Gretsch that day, um, I sound, it's, it's kind of like golf. When I golf, I fucking look like I know what I'm doing until I swing the club. It's the exact <laughs> same thing with guitars. I fucking know it all. I know the terminology. I know what to say at the right time to say it. But God, I just can't do that solo. I can't. I, yeah, I can play some, a little bit of Santana just to sound like I know what I'm doing. But as soon as I do it, you know that I'm playing Santana. <laughs> yeah. I, but anyway, they were all talking while I was looking at this guitar, and, and they were talking back and forth, and um, I said, "What people don't really understand the the bassist." Never really gets any credit, but without the bassist, there's no song. The mm-hmm. bassist keeps the time, he keeps the rhythm, he keeps the song together. And the bassist is the heart of the song. The The drummer is the fucking brain of the mm-hmm. song. The guitarist does the least. Yeah, he may make some nice sounds here and there, but he's not the one holding that song together. A singer and a bassist and a drummer, and I hazard to say that even somebody just beating on a fucking can 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 make the song sound good. The guitarist is just the fucking lipstick on the pig. So get your big dick out of the way. Yeah, Put it bassist, down below the table. A bassist is the bridge between percussion and the show. Yes. Percussion. Ooh. I mean, percussion's always the heartbeat. The bassist is the, the the ether in between the heartbeat and the actual show. Guitarist yeah. will always be the actual show. Because I mean, let's face it. Whenever somebody fantasizes, bassists never get pussy. All right, we get more than the accordion player. <laughs> so, yeah. Huh. What about you, Pat? What do you play? Nothing. With yourself? I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've uh, I've tried playing guitar before. Tried playing bass before. I got the furthest with bass. Uh, I tried teaching myself piano, and that was hard as shit. Uh, yeah. I've tried. I don't know, that. I, that's like that's kind of the weird thing. I think that's what really attracted me to bass is the fact nobody really pays attention to them, mm. but they. have have to be able to do their job, mm-hmm. and I've always found a comfort with that. Is like, I, like, whenever I've jammed with people, it's like I knew I had to be able to do what I did. But if I fuck up, nobody's gonna super notice I fucked up. Right? Yeah. I mean, uh, with the exception of maybe like Lemmy, Getty Lee, or so, nobody really notices the bass. <laughs> You're gonna put the whole rest of the damn instrument cluster out of line, though. Yeah. But I, you, if you're at least good at jamming, you could bullshit bass. <laughs> if you're good at jamming. Turns out I'm not. So, but yeah, I'm going to get you an acoustic bass. Shit's going to live here. You're either going to bring yours or I'm going to have to let you play one of mine. So, this shit's going to happen because for me to stay motivated, this is why I'm fat. Nobody wants to lose weight with me. 
If I get all the instruments here, you have no excuse. Oh, I forgot it. No, you didn't. It's right here. Mm. So we're going to fucking do this. I'm going to have to learn a whole lot more. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going to teach you like I started. Here's the chords, and then on your own time, you can learn music theory. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think that's a good point. A uh, good point is, can can you really name another focal point bass player other than Getty Lee and Lemmy? I can't remember the guy Flea. from the Dream Theater. But again, Flea was personality. Yeah. Primus. <laughs> Primus played a fucking saw in a concert, so... <laughs> Tom Hamilton, no, that's not true. Tom's a great guy, but no. Who's the guy from Tom's Dream Theater? really good. Tom's really Tom, good. <laughs> I've, I've looked at Tom's... Uh, tabs and sheet music. Tom is really good. <laughs> Tom's pretty good. <laughs> like I have an, uh, I have a deep appreciation for people <laughs> like Tom. Tom is goddamn good. And he's like what ninety now? Oh no, he's about one hundred four. Yeah, but yeah, he's a centurion and can and survive throat cancer twice. Yeah, and still plays like one hundred and four <laughs> beats a second. Tom, yeah, Tom's. Uh, but yeah, it's, oh yeah, John. People yeah. like Tom. People like uh, Cliff Burton. Cliff that, Burton. Man, they good. they made me love the bass mm-hmm. because of the fact that. Well, they brought a presence to it. Not only that, but it's like it's the fact that somewhere you're listening to Joe, you're listening to Kurt, but you know there's this underlying heartbeat of mm-hmm. it, and yeah. And I've always well, even Dream that. On. Everybody knows Joe Perry's sound in that song. But if you took out the baseline from it, 100%, you'd know something's missing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's yeah. They uh, folks like that. That's what turned me on to it. Hmm. But while we're speaking of music, goddamn that song. <laughs> um, have you guys ever been hit with a piece of music that? you knew from earlier from back in the years and it was something that meant a moderate amount to you but literally I got a couple yeah literally fell to the wayside something you hadn't thought about at all it got buried under things but suddenly it gets brought back up and it literally caves in that entire point that you had forgotten about it in. And here's why I say that is one of the folks that I'm friends with on the Facebookie. He <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, on the Facebookie. Facebookie. He posted a song that really hit me hard a long time ago. But I had utterly forgotten about. Literally blank slated. I forgot it existed till he posted that song for the graduating class of 2020. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And whenever he brought it, suddenly everything that, the layers of years I'd forgotten about that song collapsed under it. And that song, just itself, for my example, happened to be Graduation Friends Forever by Vitamin C. And I'd forgotten all about it. I forgot that song existed. Yeah. Until I saw that link, and then suddenly it literally just ripped me back through the years, mm-hmm. one by one, all the way back to my. <clears throat> See, I think that came out my like freshman or sophomore year in high school. But holy fuck, a song that if you'd brought it up a month ago, I'd be like, "Oh shit, I forgot about it." 
meant so much to me. Mm. Well, wasn't that the like theme for our prom or something like that? Uh, it was no, it wasn't our prom. It was something like that. Uh, it was something along those lines. But that one was actually, if I remember right, that was like ninety eight or ninety nine when that came out. Mm. Uh, but no, it's like I said, it was just suddenly those that that hit, and it was like literally, I had forgotten that song existed. And then suddenly there was this immediate wormhole between when it was released and it meant a lot to 99. last week. 99, yeah. To last week and suddenly it meant a lot and it bridged it. <laughs> and I'll be a motherfucker if within 24 hours I didn't hear another song that brought me back. I don't know this one. Oh, no, you don't know this one. This one was actually Lullaby. By Sean Mullins. <laughs> I listen to that regularly. I remember that. I, I actually listen to that one because I'm old and I don't listen to 90s music because your music's awful. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, but it's one of those things like I'd forgotten that song existed. Yeah. But then it played, and my first reaction was, ah, oh, god damn that song. Yeah. What's that song by uh, Baz Luhrmann? Everybody's free. Everybody's free. Subtitle to wear sunscreen. Yeah, yeah. And I no still, sex in the champagne room. Chris Rock's version's very good too. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the GED class of 1999, no matter what a stripper tells you, there is no sex. In the champagne, in the champagne room. room. <laughs> None. Oh, there's champagne in the champagne room. But you don't want champagne. You want sex. <laughs> that, yeah. that song also does have a great piece of advice. If a girl has a tongue ring, she will suck your dick. <laughs> if, if a guy, guy has, has a, a tongue, tongue ring... ring he, he will suck, suck your, your dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you, Chris Rock. But no, I was just no, like I know this is gonna be on the spot and it's hard to think about. But I mean, I'm sure you guys have had those moments where a song you forgot was even a song. Yeah. But suddenly, just like rips you back, like holy fuck, I forgot this song really tied into a time in my life about it. Like I said, Sean Mullins' Rockabye uh, Lullaby. Who fucking remembered that was a song? Until like somebody it, it, brings it up. It comes on pretty regularly for me uh, on my playlist. I on, have it in my actual playlist. It's not on my playlist. I, I just, yeah, it's not really a song I've thought about. Here lately, I think a lot about Wonderwall because, anyway, here's Wonderwall. That's, <laughs> that's basically the, the, the peak of my guitar performance right now is Wonderwall. Patrick, what are you rubbing your lip for? Uh, I bit it by accident. And oh. Now it's a big spot. It was bugging me. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I had bugs in my drink. Oh, man. Whew. What are you drinking on? Sour. The sour. That old sour... I can't think of any songs that I haven't really thought about in a while. Which probably means if they came up, I'd be like, oh. Um, 
songs that I haven't thought about in I a mean, while. I mean, that may be one that, you know, to revisit in the next couple of podcasts when yeah. you're like, oh shit. But. Well, it's kind of like my celebrity crush thing. I couldn't think of any on the spot. And I've had a week to think about it and I still don't have anything to come up with. I've refined my, my options. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza is instantly that's that's the one that one. but she's not I, I, I yeah she's great and totally but would I give up my whole life for her yep no <laughs> <laughs> well anyways I, 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 maybe I'm just kind of hoping I'm going to plant the seed on you that plant one. the seed because yeah. I, I need more inspiration yeah. here but you know hopefully somewhere in the next couple podcasts you're going to be like oh shit you remember that song I didn't think of that's it there and hopefully those who are listening they have one of those like that where it's like I didn't think about that in forever oh what is the band from the early 90s still a little bit of hair band um shit I'm gonna need more to go on than that hair band from the early 90s that doesn't get it for you yeah um White Snake (laughs) (laughs) pretty fucking close the damn Yankees um Uh. Yeah, um, high enough. Can you take me Can high you enough? Take me? There, there was a time where that song touched me deeply. Um, here's another one. I had a super big crush in elementary school. On uh, you know what? Hey, let's just throw this, Allison. If you're listening, like, <laughs> like you know, you're the one. He yeah, knew. You're you're <laughs> it. I think. I mean, maybe terrible now, but let's give it a shot. No, let's not give it a shot. I'm joking. Uh, that'll be something that I'll forget to cut out later. Uh, but anyway, um, oops, left was, that uh, in. I remember uh, I got a. There was a song that it was a single by Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, That's limited, like one. It's like there's two singles by Billy Ray Cyrus. One is "Thank You, Break Your Heart," and this is not it. Um, shit. Oh, damn the dams. How about that Hoobastank? Hoobastank, man. Which one? They only had one. Oh. Ready, set, don't go? Could have been me. No. God damn it. That's, uh, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, it, it was Old Town Road. No, it wasn't. Goddamn. Old Town Old Road. Town. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, he hasn't had a lot. He hasn't had a lot. No, it should be pretty fucking easy. Anyway, I bought the single, and I never bought the singles, but I bought the single cassette, and there was some god awful song on the B side, but this was <laughs> the reason I bought it. And I'm looking in here, and it's like not even listed in his famous songs. So that tells you how that went. It's all the same to me. No. <laughs> all right. Fuck it. I'm out. Busy man. Ready, set, don't go. Words by heart. Ready, set, don't go was in like 2000. Well, I'm just, I just Googled Billy Ray Cyrus top hits and there ain't a lot. No, there's not. Old Town Road made the top ten. That's how shit his career has been, okay? <laughs> like a song from, like, 11 months ago. In the Heart of a Woman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So that was the one. But every time I would hear that song, like, I fucking wore that cassette out. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was the perfect little romance because my my friend at the time was in love with her sister. I was in love with her, and that song touched us equally. Man, I had a fucked up upbringing. Okay, all I'm saying is that that was a thing. So let's let's work on that. Let's not. But let's work. Oh, on um, Patrick's dying. <laughs> What's this? So, uh, what's the best gr? Uh, what is sugar? That's sour. That's an O and that's a U, but I was drunk when I wrote that, so it's an SGR. Yeah, I'll take... Uh, so you want the sugar? Yeah, I'll take sucking guns and roses. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, Yeah. So, hey, base. speaking of guns and roses, you don't like guns and roses, right? I don't like Axel. You don't like I Axel? I like the rest of the band. I just don't like him. Um, guns and roses put out some coronavirus uh, benefit t-shirts lately. And they're like uh, super anti-Trump. So hey, there's that. Damn. Oh, Axel, you're trying to win me back. He's uh, doing a really good job. Uh, no, I think this is the time of the show. Whenever in the heart of a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever. Uh, Patrick, you good? No. We got Patrick? enough oxygen in there. No. No. I just want to say that I really like that this quarantine has really brought us back to like. <laughs> The mid '90s haircuts. I'm slowly regrowing a ponytail, so I am, and didn't even mean to be. I didn't plan on it. I'll start parting mine down the middle. Mine does it automatically. I'm it's about like, hey, one I remember inch away how... from it. I mean, my shit's like... story of my life, buddy. I've always been one inch away, but um... I got out of the shower this morning, and I just it, I, whenever I get out of the shower, I always try to brush it back because when it's short. If I get out of the shower with it brushed back, I can just pull it forward, and it's just kind of spiked in the front, kind of how I wear it. Yeah. But it's too long to do that now. Yeah. So now, I got out of the shower this morning, and I pulled it forward, and I was fucking Chandler from Friends. <laughs> and I fucking don't like it anymore. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Damn. So as Patrick gasps for air and Dylan frantically searches for a tidbit or good bad advice or something like that, now is my time to say if you've made it this far in, you've enjoyed what we're doing. It, God, fuck! Patrick took his tooth out. That's really gonna. You know what? No, I'm I'm gonna look down. I'm gonna power through this. I'm doing this. God. Uh, reach out to us at any of our social medias. You can find us at Three Guys Beer on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on Facebook at Three Guys Beer for our general page. You can find us at The Three Guys for just this podcast. Email into the show. That's going to be Dylan, Patrick, or William. Each one of those is at ThreeGuysBeer.com. Keep in mind, please, each one of those is T-H-R-E-E, the word three, not the number. Also, we would super appreciate it if you would take just a few moments out of your day, drop us a rating review on whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. It helps other people find us. It helps promote the weird conglomerate of bullshit, happy stories, and bitchy protests that we speak out that apparently you like if you're this deep in. And other people will know exactly what you're talking about. Balls deep. Balls deep. And that's my. I got to tell you though, I've never lasted an hour and a half. Just saying. The longest I've ever lasted is this. <laughs> Allison's. <podcast. laughs>
<laughs> what he's trying to say is, give him a shot. It won't take him a lot of your time. <laughs> Do we have a tidbit? Do we have good, bad advice? Uh, Patrick, please, try to get air. I'm dying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, they're gonna be so pissed once they finally reopen this and everything just dry it's on the tap. It's fucking empty as fuck. Nothing in the coolers. Nothing on the kegs. That's a Billy Ray Cyrus uh, remix rap song. I right? thought that was a Trace Atkins song. Nothing in the coolers. Nothing in the kegs. Bonka donk, honky donk, boop a doop, red cup solo. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I forgot the Nokia today. So you know what? You could probably do that, and it would still break in the top twenty. <laughs> That's how shit country music is these days. Yeah. <laughs> Good, bad advice, tidbit, nothing. No? No? I was just... Just letting Patrick get it out. Just ASMR of him dying. <clears throat> oh. Gonna come back to an empty cooler, tapped uh, lines, and a dead body. So I do have a tidbit. All right, good. Yes. Uh, Lactobacillus is responsible for the beer that I which love the most, sours. Lactobacillus is also the bacteria responsible for yogurt. It's a pretty shitty tidbit, but, you know, it doesn't. Yeah, well, uh, this ain't exactly a top-tier podcast, so. <laughs> it's pretty been fun. Pretty been fucking good. Pretty been fucking. Pretty been fucking good. Hey, bud. Hey, man. Way to defend this podcast by exactly highlighting why this podcast ain't a top tier podcast. Oh, stand up. There you go. Stretch it out. Ain't nobody here. Pressure off and die for him. Got the fizzies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. So yeah, yeah, that, yeah. this has been a, a good time. It's been a good one. <laughs> you sound like it has been. Guess I need to get this right. I'm just shifting the steak from the fluids. Holy <gasps> shit! You got you, had, you have steak in there? No, oh, yeah. Oh, you dick! There's more in there. Yeah. You just gotta eat it cold. <laughs> I'm not eating street steak. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen y'all's dietary choices the last few weeks since nobody's been in here. Oh, uh, I could do with a ground hot dog. Mm. A ground hot dog. As in not minced, but actually from the ground hot dog. They <laughs> <laughs> got quiet. I'm t- I'm trying to make sure that his eyes don't glaze over. But well, look, I actually brought a boom box. Oh wow! I, I brought a boom box today. Holy I, shit! I, that I, thing's I, big. I forgot the Nokia, but it's on my shoulder. The, the The boom box is on my shoulder. You're tipping heavy to one side. I am, but I'm hoping that somebody, Patrick, before you pass out, hit play. Okay. Because I can't reach it. Like reach over the top. I just need you to hit play. If you lean down, he. <laughs> Yeah, you oh, shit. Lean, you you hit it. You hit it already. Oh, there's champagne in the champagne room. But you don't want champagne. You want <laughs> sex. And there's no sex in the champagne room. <laughs> don't go to shit. parties with metal detectors. Sure, it feels safe inside. But what about all those niggas winging outside with guns? They know you ain't got one. 
That looks heavy as fuck. What? That looks heavy as fuck. Oh man. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave There's this like, here. What? 14 D batteries in that? <laughs> 16. And a fucking nine volt in the speaker. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> I was hoping I could count on you to help me carry this out. Uh, yeah. You're gonna drop it. <sighs> it's more dragging than carrying at this point. Thank goodness it came with the old 1990s big ass handle that they all had. Look, I'm just gonna sit this down. Nobody's gonna come steal this fucking thing. It'll be here next week. Even if they open before then, nobody's gonna take it. It doesn't even play MP3s. No, but it had that good ass cassette quality. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of bugs out here. Yeah. Preach them demons. Oh, we should yeah. just let Patrick up the creek. Ah. 